What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Facility Management Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Javier. All right, so I'm going to go over a quick little framework here that's going to help make your copywriting uh, convert even better. So you're probably asking yourself, how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable? You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effort business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr., and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. And I know I have a lot of different posts, or not posts, but a lot of different podcast episodes about copywriting. Um, And I do this because... I get a lot of ideas from other copywriters. I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. And the other part is that it tells you how important copywriting truly is. You know, so it's one of those where I do believe that the copy that you write has to resonate. And there's things that you, you, that there are formulas that you can use that I know for a fact work. And then there are things that you got to test and try. So I'm going to give you this little framework here. It's going to be kind of, kind of short and sweet but to the point as well too. So first thing is you gotta write a strong headline and your your headline has to have some sort of purpose to grab people's attention. So there are a few ways to do that, all right? So you can either show numbers and data. So always having numbers in your headline, huge. So this could be like headline meaning like at the top of your website or at um, the subject line or the top of your post, like this first line of your post on, on LinkedIn, like that's a headline, all right? So showing numbers and data, that's huge, all right? Another thing that you can use for headlines is an outrageous claim. So like an example for like showing numbers and, and, and data is gonna be like one in three facility managers, you know, choose, you know, facility service provider ABC. Um, and I just made that up. But like, that's something. An outrageous claim could be like, you know, one in, you know, one in 10 FMs hate self-performing um, uh, IFMs. Like that's an example. So, and that could be an outrageous claim or, 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 or something like that. Like, I, I'm just simply saying like something that's like, wait a second, what? Now I'm not saying make a bold lie. What I'm saying is like something that is like kind of, it could be, um, you know, IFM service provider is is ranked number one, you know, something like that. And then you can be like putting right below that, be like in the search engines for Google, because maybe you are ranked number one in the search engines for Google, but like that's an outrageous claim. And you're like, well, that's clickbait. Well, it's not. It's just it's just getting you to kind of read through it. All right. So that's that's another way of, like, you know, working your headline or stating benefits or teasing prospects. This is a huge one that I use all the time. I like to tease prospects. I like to um, show numbers and data. I don't do outrageous claims often and then promising an outcome. I do that a lot as well, too. So those are headlines that I use kind of like promising an outcome or teasing a prospect or stating a benefit or an outrageous claim or showing numbers and data, all right? By combining two of the two or three of the above and, and you have an impossible to miss headline. So learning how to use two or three of these things, of, of these options and put it into a headline. Now a headline doesn't have to be like 10 words, it's just your headline. 
And if you can make it pretty concise, but simple to read and understand and grasp it, that is huge. That is already one step in the right direction. So number one, you gotta get that headline going. Number two, you get a lead. And the next step is to make them actually scroll down. So in other words, you need to make them interested in what you have to say. So the headline is gonna be like, ooh, captures their attention. And then you've gotta get them to keep reading down. So here's how to do that. So you can tell a story, okay? So telling a story is gonna force people to read down. So an example is, is that like today I was just reading a post from this guy named Frank Kern. He's like the God, he's, he's a godfather, if you will, when it comes to the marketing world. And um, he basically did a post about like how much he didn't like this guy named Alex Hormozzi, who's considered one of the best um, sales and marketing gurus right now in, in our day. He's made over $100 million um, up to date and continues to just grow his brand. Anyways, he calls out Alex, but then he spins and he tells a story. I read the entire fucking post. I'm like, cause I was curious to see like, what the hell happened? And it was just, it was a funny post. He's always posting really you know interesting content. So he tells a story, very good stuff. Um, show how to do X. That's another way on how to get people to continue to read. Show them how to do something. So it might be like you as a service provider, show your facility managers how to avoid something or how to do something. Or another way of getting people to continue to read is ask and answer a question. So if you ask, you know, like here's like three common questions that we get all the time from facility, um, from, from facility managers and boom, you know, question and then you answer it, question, then you answer it, question, then you answer it. Another way to get people to continue to read is to stress a problem. This is agitation. So you get to agitate something, stress the problem and why it's such a pain in the ass. Like infomercials, amazing at doing these things because never did I know that eggs stick into a pan was ruining my life. And that's kind of the idea that you're trying to create. And then the last one that you can use is also unveiling a secret. And so unveiling a secret is like, you may not have known that, you know, self-performing actually is more expensive and this is why. And then you unveil why it's more expensive or self-performing is actually cheaper and this is why and you unveil what it is. Do you see what I'm saying? So like, you've got to unveil something. So all you need to do for this story piece to get people to continue to read is just pick one of the above, that's it, okay? So when you're able to pick one of the above, you're gonna expand on this quite a bit, all right? And this strategy works in email, this works on sales pages, this works on a homepage, this works on uh, landing pages, it doesn't matter, okay? On social media posts, like anything. And then you get the body. The body is where people are gonna be really, are already gonna be kind of interested. Um, but there are a lot of like objections in their mind. So you're gonna write down those objections in order um, that they appear that, you know, could be appearing in their head. And then you're gonna turn every objection into a selling point. So like, you gotta be thinking like, okay, typically this is the first objection, pricing for instance, or do you do self-performing or do you subcontract? And then you basically are gonna write on how you make it a selling point and, and turn that objection into a selling point. And then you put one after another and like you use like conjunctions and, and, and oh, by the way, and so there's your body copy. And this is very solid, like this is gonna work. Like, and you can make this very short, you can make this as long as you want, it can be whatever you want, okay? And then you're gonna want proof. You're gonna have to share proof or something. Okay, so now it's time to kind of convince them 
of why your service or the product that you're offering is better, superior, it works. How? It's going to be easy just by showing them that, you know, how it does. Like present testimonials, case studies, shout outs on social media, all that stuff. Like those things go a long way. I mean, like our company, we just hit over 100 Google reviews. And so every now and then someone will go on one of our ads on Facebook and say, this is a scam. And so then I'll reply back like, well, we have over 100 reviews on Facebook from real customers that have all rated our company. Uh, We have a collaborative relationship right now with 3M and we have several um, syndicated press releases um, all over the internet about our organization, our company, on, on what we've been doing. So we're far from a scam. Those, that, that's proof. Those are, like, that's, that's basically showing that, like, hey, you're a legitimate company. And these are all real things. And so this is where you take advantage of that. All right, this is where you toot your own horn. But you don't do this at the beginning. You do this after people have, like, all these other things that we just mentioned, okay? Like, you get the headline. You're kind of leading them to a story and then you've got like the body copy and now you got to go into proof. All right. So now you get your guarantee. You have to have some sort of guarantee and there still has to, because there's always something that's going to be stopping somebody. Like for us at Rapmate, we have a, um, a love your rap design guarantee. So we will wrap, like you get to pay us a deposit, but we will guarantee that you will love your design or your money back. So your deposit is just $2.99. And then what will happen is that we will design based off of what you give us. And after, say, three revisions that, you know, we've done all, done all this stuff, you're just not happy. We will refund you your money and you, you're happy to just move on and go somewhere else. And this is a risk reversal. And this is what you need to offer. You need to offer some sort of guarantee. So like in this section, you want to kind of remove any kind of risks that could be holding somebody back with a guarantee and some examples can be like a money back guarantee or a free trial guarantee or a best price guarantee. Like there's different things that you can do. And so you're just going to pick one and that's it. You're going to run with it. And that's going to be kind of like your guarantee across the board. And then the next one is going to be your call to action, your CTAs. And this is crucial. You got to have a call to action in all of your copy, whether it's on social media whether it's in your email, whether it's on your website, whether it's on a sales page, whether it's on a, you know, on a sales letter, like whatever it is, there has to be a call to action and it needs to stand out. And here's what, you, you know, and here's how you make it, you know, stand out. You got to be concise. You got to use active voice. Yes, I want this. You got to use action verbs. Yes, I want to save money today. Make them benefited oriented and use a high contrast color. Okay, so this is gonna be a button. And when you do this, it's gonna get a lot of clicks. Not like, you know, like, yes, I'm interested. That's not active voice or action verbs. Yes, I want to, you know, yes, I want to use the best IFM in the country. Okay. Or yes, I want to um, no longer suffer fires in my facilities. You see what I'm saying? Like these are action verbs. These are things that are benefit oriented. And then it's going to be a high contrast color. It's going to be different. Okay. So like if your entire like page is white, maybe it's blue or maybe it's green or something like that, but make it consistent. Okay. 
And then the last one is that you want to kind of, I mean, that's, that's kind of it. But I would also say is, is the last piece when you're writing copy in emails and social posts, sometimes even on websites, like on a, on a sales page, you probably want to be using some sort of like PS. Now, not everything, but some things. Okay. Now, PS is, is, is an opportunity to kind of plug something else in or to kind of like dig something else in to kind of like agitate even further. Um, but, you know, or you can like, you know, create more urgency. But the PS, I know typically it's a postscript, but it, marketers use it a different way. So the PS gives them, gives you like, it gives you the opportunity to give a, a quick little summary of what your offer is. So a lot of people, what they do is when they're reading, they'll go scroll through everything and they'll read the PS because they don't want to read everything else. And they'll be like, oh, okay, I get what this is about. And they'll go back and read it. And then you can add in a PS, like some urgency and scarcity about like buying now and all that stuff. And maybe add a link in there. And you'll get a decent number of sales by including the section in your copy. So this structure can be used, like I said, on a website, in an email, social media posts, um, on a sales page. I mean, you, you could use this on your homepage. I've seen this done in different ways. It's very, very effective. Very simple. Six, maybe seven steps. So I'm going to go over them one more time. Headline. So making sure it's something that's strong. Showcasing numbers, data, any kind of outrageous claims, um, stating some benefits, teasing prospects, promising an outcome. Pick between two or three in the headline. And then you're going to create like a, a, like a lead that gets them to continue to read past the headline. So Tell a story, show how they can achieve X, or ask some questions and answers, stress a problem and agitate it, unveil a secret, but just pick one, all right? And then this doesn't have to be super long, but it can be very quick to the point. And then you get your body copy. And this is where you're gonna be kind of like writing down the objections that you're gonna be getting from people. And then you're just gonna turn those objections to selling points. So if there's four objections that you get all the time, there are four selling points that you have right there. And then you have proof. And this is going to be like, and this is what our customer from ABC Enterprise said. And you can have like, you know, some screenshots and, and written stuff and images of the, or picture of the person that gave you the testimonial or a video or something like that to support all of this. And then you have your guarantee, your risk reversal, where it could be like a money back guarantee or free trial guarantee or best price guarantee. So as a facility service provider, you should have some sort of guarantee. Like this is going to, this is going to alleviate these FMs for making these big investments. All right. Number six is, or the next one is going to be a strong call to action. Be very concise. Use active voice. Use action verbs. Make them very benefit oriented and use an action or use a high contrast color for your button. And then the last piece is end it with a PS. PSs are strong. They work very well. I consider them as a way of kind of like, Wrapping up what you just said, creating a little bit of urgency, and you get a ton of click-through actually on the bottom of this as well too. You do this, your copywriting is going to improve, and I follow this formula almost to a T on a lot of the things that I'm writing, whether it's short copy, long copy, whether it's an email, a post, whatever it is, I'll follow this almost to a T. Okay, so um, if you have any questions, let me know, but... Uh, three things that I always ask in my podcast. Number one, please make sure you give us a five-star review on either Spotify or Apple Podcast. Number two, connect with me on LinkedIn and message me. Tell me what you're enjoying of the podcast that I'm putting out there. What episodes, you know, you're like, hey, this was killer. I love this one. 
And then tell me what you would love me to actually cover because I cover quite a bit of stuff. And then number three, share this podcast with somebody else. We have almost 175 podcast episodes already out there. And basically we continue to grow this, you know, this, um, this whole thing. And it's, it's kind of cool. And like we have over almost, I think at this point, by the time you're listening to this, we'll probably exceed 5,000 downloads already, which is kind of hard for me to believe. And so this was able to be done because of you. It's because of your support of listening to this, these podcasts. And so with that, if you can do, this, do, do those three things, that'd be great. If you have any questions, let me know. Hope you enjoyed it. Have a wonderful day. I'll talk to everybody later. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, this is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is, is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, we'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going to hurt my feelings. This is more for facility managers, I'm sorry, facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. And have a great one.